This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now here's Neil. All right. Thank you, Stuby, very, very much. And it seems like the tough times just keep getting stranger and stranger, doesn't it? Thank you for tuning in this morning. We're going right back to the phones, and we have Linda and James in North Richland Hills and Waxahachie, respectively, and they will be coming up uh, first in this uh, hour. We have one. That means we have one line open, and we'd love to offer it to you. It's uh, a bargain at no no charge. The uh, number is 800-288-9227. That's 800 288 WBAP. I want to do my SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, though, first, because we're trying to get dogs adopted. And uh, let me get this all queued up here. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Pablo. Pablo is a 10-year-old uh, pit bull terrier mix. Sweet senior looking for a new home. He has a short, smooth coat with light tan and gray peppered throughout, along with white patches on his chest and face. He has a big puppy dog eyes. He has the big puppy dog eyes that make your heart swell. Pablo came to the SPCA of Texas after he was surrendered due to no fault of his own. But he's looking forward to finding his new family. He's very outgoing, social, and friendly with everyone he meets. He adores being petted. He goes wild for back scratches. He even stretches out his back legs and gives you kisses while you hit all the right spots. Pablo is well-mannered, sits on command, takes treats so... Gently from your hand, he really is the total package. From January 2nd through the 16th, Pablo and all other adult dogs and cats at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center, are only $22 to adopt to ring in 2022. Pablo is waiting to meet you at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. To meet Pablo, come visit him any day between noon and 6 or open today. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Pablo has been neutered, he's been microchipped, he's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines, he's waiting for his new forever family. That's at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center, 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30, west of Hampton Road. The SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day, noon to 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Please browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. You can see Pablo there. spca.org slash findapet and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. That's Pablo the dog. Hope you'll get him adopted. That would be a nice thing. And that is sponsored today by Womack Nursery Company in DeLeon, Texas. You say, well, DeLeon, Texas. Goodness gracious, that's a long drive. Neil, why would you have a sponsor from DeLeon, Texas? And that is because they uh, are they ship most of their trees by mail, by the Postal Service. Easy as that. And you don't have to go to DeLeon, although it's a lovely place to visit and a nice drive. It's in the heart of Texas. Womack Nursery uh, dates back to the 1930s. They supply the best orchards in the state of Texas. I saw an orchard that had more than a 1,000 trees that they had bought from Womack Nursery. They didn't lose a tree. This was down in Real County in Lakey. They had bought a 1,000 trees. That was just an amazing sight to see. Womack's is just great. Family owned and operated third, at least, generation now of Womack's in the business, and they really know what they're doing. They are just the best it gets. All the Texas A&M recommended varieties, they pay close attention to what A&M is recommending, what A&M research has shown to be the best fruit and pecan varieties, and they grow them. They make sure they have them available for customers. Now, I need to warn you that early in the season, they have a great selection. Late in the season, uh, when you get toward the end of January and February, it gets much harder to find them because the commercial growers buy out what uh, what they what they have. And Womack's does sell to some really big orchards in New Mexico, for example. So, 
I would suggest you get your order in as soon as you can. And this is not for big orchards. This is for home garden. They understand that. And uh, you can order several different ways by phone. Their phone number is 254-893-6497. 254-893-6497. You can order online at womacknursery.com. I'd look at the website first and find out what variety you want. womacknursery.com. You can check my book uh, because it follows the Texas A&M recommendations very closely. Or you can look at the Texas website. Find the best varieties for your area, womacknursery.com. And uh, the other thing you can do is go there if you'd like to. They're on Monday through Saturday. They're at 2551 State Highway 6, DeLeon, Texas, D-E, capital L-E-O-N, Texas, 76444. Again, the phone number is 254-893-6497, womacknursery.com. Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what healthcare workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Let's go to Linda in North Richland Hills. Linda, thank you for waiting. How can I help you this morning? Good morning, Neil. Um, Good morning. We, live, we live on a walking trail. And beyond that is the lake, and we take great pride in our yard. Um, first of all, we have a beautiful view of the lake, and people just walk by all the time and talk to us as we sit on our front porch. Um, the builder, unfortunately, put full-size uh, Burford holly in this little area of our front yard, and, of course, they're huge. And I've been battling them for five years, keeping them short, finally decided just to take them out uh, this winter. So that is the plan. Um, in, the, in the very front of the porch, we currently have uh, uh, Gulfstream Nandina, and those are the right height. And so I w- would like something to go in front of those. The, the small yard is only four to five feet deep, and it's on a slant, and the porch is up high. So they can be the same size as the Gulfstream Nandina, but because they're on a slope, they'll look a little bit shorter. Uh, the, the things that I'm thinking about are either dwarf Yopon holly or um, some sort of dwarf abelia. And the other thing is, in the summer, we plant uh, the variegated pink lantana, and they love it. This is full sun all day long. And the lantana are gorgeous. And so many people walk by and ask, what are those and how can I do that? So we want to keep the lantana there. So we want something that we can plant that will kind of fill in the space during the time the lantana is not blooming. Okay. Um, the thing that uh, struck me, as you as you mentioned, uh, the Gulfstream Nandinas, and then the, the, the plant that you're trying to choose, I would probably want something with a little different texture in, in leaf size. And both dwarf yopon, as much as I love dwarf yopon, uh, and, and would normally have suggested it, uh, and also the dwarf abelias have very fine leaves, much like the Nandina does. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I might suggest something with a larger leaf, like Carissa holly, um, or uh, maybe dwarf Burford holly. I, it, it might get too tall. It would get taller than the the uh, Gulf streams. So I, I think I'd probably go with Carissa holly. Uh, okay. Personally, personally, unless it would get into the walk or someplace that you're working with your lantanas, I might even consider dwarf Chinese holly. It's not used as much anymore, and it is prickly. Carissa is not especially prickly. It looks like it would be. But I'm I'm just a big fan, and last year when we lost so many Indian hawthorns, uh, the rush from landscape contractors uh, was to Carissa holly because it looks very similar and and is so much more dependable. Okay, okay. I actually yeah, I've been pouring over your book, and I actually saw the Carissa holly, and the only thing was the prickliness because we do plant, but it's really only a one-time thing when we plant the. Um, 
the lantana, so it would probably be okay. I have Carissa Holly on, uh, I think there's probably a photo in, in my book, I don't remember specifically, I'm, I'm pretty sure there is, uh, of uh, Carissa on one side of our walk, our main walk to our front door um, from our uh, well, it's a patio and a driveway. We, we have paste on that kind of make a, a, a big courtyard. And uh, Carissa Holly's to the left and Dwarf Chinese Holly to the right, and, and nothing is more prickly than Dwarf Chinese Holly. And, you know, I've never had a complaint in 45 years of having that plant there. Uh, you just now I, now, I don't plant flowers around it, so, you know, that might make it a little bit more. But you can blow the leaves out that are on the ground. You can blow them out before you start working the ground. That takes care of that. Right. If you know it's prickly, you just don't uh, you don't massage the plants while you're planting the flowers. So. Right, right, absolutely. Yeah, I I actually see that picture in your book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one the one in the book is Carissa Holly. It's not dwarf Carissa Holly, correct? There's only one. Oh, okay. There's, because there's only one Carissa. If you think about an Indian hawthorn plant and its shape and size after fifteen or twenty years. Carissa Holly will be the same. Now, there are some different Indian hawthorns. There's Majestic Beauty that gets eight feet. I'm not talking about that. But but regular Indian hawthorns that get about the size of a bushel basket, that's what okay. Carissa Holly will do. Okay. And it says three feet high and three feet wide. Okay. Yeah, All and right. three, feet, three feet tall is is maximum. It, it, it has a hard time getting that tall. Okay, good, good. All right, that sounds wonderful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Take care. Thank you. Um, James and Waxahachie, stay with me. I need to get this break in or I'll be right back where I was last hour where I I got, got to my breaks late. And you're, you're first up. Just stay there, and I will help you. I'll give you all the time you need. Stay with me. Folks, we have two lines open, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Folks, I have 840 of my photographs in uh, my book that uh, we were just talking about, 344 pages. The book was printed in San Antonio, and it is called Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. If you go to a bookstore and look for it, not going to find it. You'll find the old book from 1991. That's the one with the cowboy boots on the cover. This book is so much better. I self-published it so I wouldn't have to listen to to committee meetings where they were primarily interested in cutting costs. I've I've done five books, and the first four, that's what I had to put up with. And I said, you know, I'm done with that. I'll pay up front. I just want to self-publish so I can choose my own editor, Carolyn Skye, and uh, my own graphic designer, Cindy Smith. As luck would have it, Carolyn Skye and I were texting each other last night about some things uh, relative to uh, uh, plants at 11 o'clock. I should have been asleep by then, <laughs> and and so I get up early to do my program, and, and she's just a longtime dear friend and a gifted editor, and, and the three of us, she and, and I and Cindy Smith, put this book together. Eleven chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas. Lawns, landscape, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening, it's all in the book. I'll guarantee that you'll be satisfied with it or I'll buy it back from you at full price. No questions asked. Every penny refunded. And uh, Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all of your plants. That I've never had in a book before. Uh, I sign every copy as it sells. That's why I chose not to put it in stores or on Amazon. I knew it would sell fewer copies that way, but I just wanted to be able to sign your copy for you. It's only thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. The sixth printing begins tomorrow. So I'd suggest you get the fifth printing because it's going to be a lot cheaper than the sixth. So... Uh, this is the way you can order it. Since it's not in stores or on Amazon, you order it from my office. You can call my office Monday, uh, Tuesday through Saturday, uh, Friday of this week. Hello, Tuesday through Friday, eight hundred seven five two grow. That's eight hundred seven five two four seven six nine. But the better way is to order it right now on my website at neilsperry.com. N e i l s p e r r y. Dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. 
Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone. Leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. He is our pastor and he is just fabulous. We uh, are still worshiping online and um, we'll continue to do so until things calm down, for goodness sakes. Uh, Tommy's online service that he does online is at 1005 at sharingtheheart.org. Hope you'll join us. And also in person, and all those details are at the same website, sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. Um, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. If you're in need of a new roof, let me suggest to you, you contact the best. And that would be Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. There are lots of companies that will show up after a storm. They have little cardboard signs. I don't know how they get them printed so fast. And uh, they're in every yard around. And those are fly-by-night companies, folks. What you want, there are other good companies in town. That's what you need is a company that has staying power, that's been around a while. Listen to this. Wortham Brothers. They've been around since 1986, a second-generation family business with the experience of 100,000 roofs installed in the Metroplex. They do new and re-roof jobs, and uh, they do composition, clay and concrete, tile, metal, slate. They do all kinds of roofs. Nothing scares them off. (laughs) I think that's the best way to put it. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. We have a Wortham Brothers roof on our home. We had had hail damage, and frankly, I didn't know we had until we developed some problems inside our house, and it was flashing problems. Uh, the, uh, The flashing had been damaged in wind and hail. We were not home when the storm came through. And uh, I guess it was more wind than hail, perhaps, because we didn't have beaten down plants, and uh, yet we had leaks, and uh, they began to show up in ensuing weeks and months, and other people had gotten some new roofs. We, I guess the trees overhead probably protected that part of our uh, of our landscape, but anyway, to the point, they came out, said, yep, you've had the damage, they showed us the damage, and uh, we contacted our insurance carrier. We got a settlement, and we called Wortham Brothers right back and said, all right, that part's done. We need you now. And, oh, my goodness, they're careful, and they're quick, and they're good. And they, they showed us a couple of upgrades that didn't cost much more and made a huge difference. Uh, in, in one case, with a, a, a 40-year roof, um, it, it has saved us on our insurance bill. It's a heavier roof, and it saves a lot on insurance. And then on the continuous ridge vents, that is saving us on our air conditioning bill in the summer. They helped us. They'll do the same for you. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. 
All right, Stubby, thank you. Appreciate that. Let's go to James and Waxahachie. James, you're on the air. How can I help you? Good morning, Neil. Thank you for your work with the SPCA. We really love that. Thank you, sir. You bet. Um, our concern this morning is we bought uh, two Crossvine uh, Tangerine Beauties from the Dogwood Audubon earlier in the summer, and we're afraid we may have lost them. Maybe they've gotten too dry. We're not sure, but from what we're understanding or looking online, these should be evergreen or or no? Uh, kind of semi-evergreen. Semi-evergreen. It's it's like roses are, like uh, like azaleas are. They lose part of their leaves. That's not abnormal. Okay, so don't give up the ship. We, may, I mean, the, what what we're seeing where some lose loss of leaves may that may that may just be normal. It may not be that they got too dry. Absolutely. Well, eh, yeah. Let me not sign that blank check just yet. <laughs> it, okay. It 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 could be that they got too dry, but no, that's uh, uh, that's not abnormal. If um, if it if you're sure that you didn't let them get too dry at any given point, new plants, of course, don't have a uh, uh, don't have a, a great uh, root system yet, and so it's possible that they uh, that they could uh, uh, not have rooted out very well. And if you were gone for a week and and didn't uh, have some provision to water them at, at some time back when it was really hot, then they could have gotten too dry. But uh, Otherwise, it, they they will they will drop some of their leaves. Now we I would expect that to have happened after this cold spell, not already, because we haven't been that cold yet. Yeah, no, this happened prior to, and and you know, and we've been here, and we we had them mulch pretty well, and we watered them pretty frequently. But I I don't know. There one in plant in particular, the leaves uh, quite a few if not the majority of the leaves had uh browned and and curled up a little and from what we were reading they were supposed to be mostly evergreen and so we thought oh well we might have well they are they are mostly evergreen i i would worry about it a little bit but you're two months away from knowing for sure i would take care of them as best you can meaning just keep them moist the rest of the winter and let's see what they come out with in the spring you're not going to rip them out at this point and uh, did they look, when did you buy them? What month? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. Sometime in the summer, I, I don't. Um, All right, and how did they look when they arrived? And how did, or were they sent by mail, or did you get them at a local sale? No, sir, we picked them up at the Dogwood Audubon. We, we purchased them there. Okay, and how did they look when you got them? And how did they look two weeks later after you'd planted them? They, they they look good. They look good up until maybe maybe a month ago. All right, and then sit we tight. They, just just wait it out, and it may be that there was some aberration in the weather, or maybe they did a little bit dry. But let's, I mean, this is a plant that's native to East Texas. It's it's been this this plant in general has been through dry autumns before in its in its uh, long history. And I'll bet it'll come out and do. I'll bet they'll come out and do all right in the uh, in the spring. Let's just give them another chance. It's not the time to rip them out and and give up on them yet. Okay, don't panic. Okay, and then real quick too, we just uh, recently bought a Texas uh, star peach. Should we go ahead and not today, <laughs> but should we go ahead and try to plant this as soon as possible, or wait till the spring? No, you need to plant it as soon as possible. Yeah, the ground would be frozen right now. That might be a little difficult, but yeah. I'd say later this week sometime I'd get it planted and, and watered right away and, and prune it to establish that, that scaffold branching. You want to prune it at 22, 24 inches and encourage the side branching. You want three main scaffold branches. Okay. All right. All righty. And, and I was looking at the A&M. I, you know, we love the Fort Worth Botanic Gardens, and, and know you have them on every morning. But I saw the A&M Gardens. Are they open now? Are you familiar with those? I, I didn't realize they had that. Uh, I don't know what their open status is. Uh, since vertigo hit me, I'm a little uh, uh, constrained. I don't travel well, and I uh, never know when I'm going to go into a vertigo attack, so I don't get very oh, far from goodness. home. Yeah, and so haven't been down there, so um, we have a 
class reunion, my graduating class from A&M Consolidated High School, and I may try it, and if I do, I'll, I'll try to get by, but it's uh, that's a long ways to go and not know if you'll get stranded. Oh, okay. Well, that's understandable. Well, I didn't know about those gardens there, but maybe maybe if we can get through all this, we'll go try to visit. It seems like I, it would be pretty I nice. would do that. They've worked very hard on them. Yes, sir. Hey, I appreciate okay. your call, James. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you, Bye-bye. sir. You bet. Let me tell you about Sunburst Shutters right now and encourage you to give them a call. You will be so wonderfully received. These are nice people. You, It's nice to do business with nice people, uh, people that you know are going to have your best interest at heart as well as, as being good business people as well. And it's also nice to deal with a company that, that deals with a product, not 10 million products. When you deal with Sunburst Shutters, this is their specialty. They have broadened their line a little bit by making Sunburst Shutters even better. You know, they start out making wood shutters, and then they said, what is this thing called polywood? Hey, kind of like that. Let's bring that into our line, and now it is the predominant part of their line. They still make wood shutters, but they make their shutters primarily from polywood, a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. It doesn't absorb moisture because there's no wood in it. It's just fabulous. Sunburst shutters. Uh, they're two and a half, three and a half, or four and a half inch louver size. You say four and a half inch louvers, those are huge. Well, they are. They're plantation style shutters. The bigger the louver, the fewer lines you have when you open them. They are highly energy efficient, the most energy efficient shutters there are in America. And they are custom made for each opening in your home. That's pretty awesome because uh, that. Um, means that you'll have minimum light infiltration into your home. Uh, Tape and bed work that is done after a a window is framed in, that's where the, the, the precision of the window size is lost. It's not precise. Tape and bed work is done by hand with trowels, and the Sunburst Shutters takes that into account. So when they make their shutters, they make them for specific openings. The third window from the left. That's a sunburst shutter. Fourth window is another sunburst shutter made for that opening. That's why they're good. So here's the phone number. I'll give you the uh, I'll give you the website sunburstshutters.com. Oh, by the way, they're also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. And the phone number two one four three four three two six zero one. You can go to their showroom. It's part of their factory, or you can have them come to your home. That's the better way. Bring samples to your home. 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. With so much happening, you never want to miss a moment. These days, you don't have to. On air, online, and always on your smart device. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. Neil Sperry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. It's like an old-fashioned garden section. There are five stories. One of them is a featured plant of the week. One of them is a featured question of the week, something that comes up repeatedly. One of them is a, a is, is gardening this weekend, where I point out things that need to be done right now. Ten or twelve most critical tasks that you need to be tending to, and then a couple of other stories. Neil Sperry's eGardens, it is free. It always will be free. has been for 18 years. And uh, I'll never give or sell your email address to anybody. We do need to have you subscribe. You need to sign up for it. And I think you'll like it and, and be very happy that you did so. You'll get 52 of them a year. Simple as that. Uh, it comes out Thursday nights, just a little after 6 p.m. The last one came out on Wednesday. We wanted to beat the uh, the New Year's Eve rush, so I sent it out a couple days early. But normally Thursday night, just a little after 6 p.m. And it comes from my computer directly to your email. I spend about a day and a half a week working on eGardens, so it's a, it, it's a lot of work. And I think you'll find it very, very useful. Neil Sperry's eGardens. Take a look at it and sign up for it at the same spot on my website. The website is neilsperry.com. It's where you buy my book as well. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on eGardens. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP. And WBAP.com. A judge has stopped the Biden administration from putting a vaccination requirement on Texas Head Start programs. I'm Dennis Martin. 
at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident's blocking the right lane of eastbound I-30 at Central Expressway. Constructions closed the HOV lanes both east and westbound I-30 between Jim Miller Road and Northwest Drive. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. The WBAP forecast. Today, very cold, breezy, the high temperature no more than 38 degrees. Winds could gust up to 30 miles an hour. Monday won't be quite as cold, but it's still going to be chilly. Mostly sunny, though. High temperature on Monday, probably close to 49. Right now, lots of clouds, 20 degrees in downtown Dallas. A federal judge recently halted vaccine and mask requirements for Texas Head Start programs. That was the result of a lawsuit filed by Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton objecting to federal requirements that such programs must follow COVID-19 protocols. The idea here is the federal government just can't make up laws without Congress passing them, that the Biden administration has to follow the law, they have to follow the Constitution, they're implementers of the law, they can't just make it up. And in this case, they're forcing American workers to decide between their health and their job, and they just can't do it. It's just wrong. Paxton told Fox News, Texas is just one of two dozen states that filed lawsuits over the Biden administration's mask and vaccine mandates for Head Start programs. Texas officials have released preliminary findings of the audit they've ordered into the state's 2020 election results. That audit revealed that out of almost 4 million votes cast in Dallas, Collin, Tarrant, and Harris counties, no more than 17 believed to possibly be cast by deceased voters, 60 were considered possible duplicate votes. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout the day. Stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis, very much. This uh, hour... All year long is sponsored by Baylor Scott and White Health, and uh, and we appreciate them very very much. We in the Sperry family and uh, a lot of people in Texas are very grateful for the help that they get from Baylor Scott and White Health. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. I'd like to take some time to about another group of incredibly hardworking people. These are the people who keep us happy and healthy. There are beloved healthcare workers who are out there in the front line. They have the hardest job of all, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. Thank you to Baylor Scott and White for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. My wife is on the Baylor Scott and White board, and uh, she comes home from meetings, and she says, uh, that they've used the phrase, the Baylor way. That's the Baylor way. And uh, that's that's something they use kind of as a buzz uh, password between each other, the Baylor way. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but we see you sh- showing up every day, giving every ounce of your energy. And to you, my listener, remember that there are plenty of ways that you and I can show our appreciation to the front line. Get vaccinated. Wear your mask. Please wear your mask. Those are great ways we can show our support and share those messages on social media. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott and White Health, especially to the front line, for all that you do to keep us all safe. This is not about politics. It's about common science. We know that this is spread by uh, airborne particles, and masks will help, and vaccinations help. You don't worry about uh, vaccinating your dog for rabies. You don't worry about uh, vaccinations for polio. We ran to get those. We waited in line. We were proud to wait in line. And we uh, are proud of the Baylor Scott and White people for what you do to help us. And to that, we say thank you. It's the stuff. Never ending roller coaster ride with the left. People are talking about. Promise everything, they deliver nothing. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. In radio ads, they're called out cues. And 
With the Baylor's Cotton White ad, I give Mike a different out cue every time. He never knows, never knows how it's going to finish. Let me tell you about Ace. This one has the standard out cue every time. Mike always knows when I'm finished with this one. Ace Hardware, these are the great people, uh, local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything that you need. I am really proud to have Ace as a sponsor. And let me tell you, they have uh, 30 stores in the North Texas area that join together to sponsor this program, to sponsor both hours, to be the major sponsor of both hours of my program on KLIF. These are men and women who own their stores and who are parts of their communities. They want to make sure that the people who come into their stores are treated well and are helped with the best in products and the best in service. The, you are greeted when you come in the door of an Ace Hardware store. And that's important, you know. You want to feel like somebody knows that you came into their store. With Ace Hardware, they do. Ace is a place where when you go in, they reach out to help you. They don't hover. They just say, hi, thanks for coming in, and we want to help. And that's kind of nice to know. You don't have to search for somebody to help you. They they are they make themselves available. Uh, local experts with trusted advice you can rely on, people that you know from your community. That's very special. And so we always say about Ace Hardware, Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. You don't just want your garden to grow. You want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you, too, for all that he does. He is absolutely a master at what he does, and he has saved me more than once, more than twice. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. We go to Dale in Cleburne. Dale, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year, sir. Happy New Year. How can I help you? Well, uh, my kids bought me a K pair, or actually meant to buy me a uh, different Magnolia, but they end up with a K Paris, and I'm not familiar with it. I thought maybe you might could shed some light. I'll hang up, and I will. No, don't don't hang video. up. Don't hang okay. up. Let me tell you, your kids must. Uh, your kids got lucky, and you did too. Um, I got to tell you, I wasn't as familiar as I needed to be on K Paris Magnolia, P A R R I S. Um, I looked it up on the North Carolina State University website because I wanted to know for sure. Sure, uh, it is. Uh, it is thought to be. They say a hybrid between Little Gem and um, uh, Blanchard. Um, uh, uh, magnolia it has the uh the the brown underside that the blanchard magnolia has and it is shorter than little gem it's a beautiful magnolia and i'm going to get me one i i'm really proud of your kids they got you a great present that's a nice plant well it's a, I, I it's really a fairly new we planted yeah fairly new go variety ahead. i was going to tell you go ahead no that's fine you go ahead sir i really listen to you no, well, no, it's a fairly new variety, and, and so uh, it hasn't been used very much, and so it, it deserves to be. So uh, you already have it planted? Yes, sir. We planted it uh, the day after Christmas. That's cool. Wonderful. Well, keep it good and moist because it, it's not going to have a, a really extensive root system for a while. Just make sure it doesn't get dry, and it'll do well for you. All right, sir. Thank you for your time. Appreciate your call very much. I'm glad to know about that variety. It's not one I had uh, had tried before. I will be looking into it myself. Let me go to Gary in Gorman in Eastland County. Gary, this is Neil. Good morning. Morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, my question is about a Bartlett pear. I picked it up a couple of days ago over there by Deleon, and it's actually about five and a half feet tall. I know that I need to cut it back, but if I cut it back, it's not going to have any of the branches left on it. It'll just be the stock, the main stem. Should yeah, I you cut you tall? cut peach trees back normally, but you don't cut uh, pears back quite as much. Uh, peaches okay. are the ones that you peaches and plums that you want that scaffold branching on. Bartlett is not one that that uh, is going to do well for you in Eastland County. It's going to have a problem with fire blight. I need I to see. warn you of that. Yeah. That one should not be sold. It, it is sold in West Texas, 
uh, out toward El Paso, but not so much in, in your area. I see. Well, I'll go ahead and try it anyway, but uh, I was just wondering uh, if I just needed to leave it as tall as it is. Because uh, the only would, branches on it are right at the very top. Yeah, anytime you do pruning on a pear, any pear, uh, you get a lot of vigorous growth from it. And uh, when you get that vigorous growth, then you uh, run the risk of, of encouraging uh, a fire blight. Fire blight will move into vigorous growth faster than it will into, into a plant that is growing at a more stable rate. Uh, I, I, I hate to see you spend any time or energy on Bartlett pear. I really hate to see that. All right. Well, thank you a lot, Neil. Okay, I'm sorry to break your bubble on that one. It's just, yeah, it is. It is not going to not going to last too many years. Gary, I appreciate your call. Good luck right. with it. Thanks, sir. All right. Bye. Yeah, I don't know where he got it, but I would try to get money back. Let me go to Larry in Larue. Uh, Larry, this is uh, Neil. How can I help you this morning? Good morning. Morning. Happy New yes, Year. Yes, sir. Happy New Year. You're right. And uh, I have a greenhouse. It's kind of makeshift. I have a big screened-in back porch. Mm-hmm. with the screens being like six feet tall by about 32 inches wide. And I put this heavy plastic, like acrylic, to fill it in to make it into a greenhouse in the winter. What would be the optimum temperature that I should maintain? What are you trying to keep in it? All my outside plants that I bring in for the winter. And uh, But I need to know all, what they are. All kinds, all the way from uh, cactus, I mean... Christmas cactus to uh, daylilies and uh, daylilies need to be left outside. They need the they need the cold. They need the cold, warm, cold, warm. They they don't want to to be in a greenhouse. Um, Christmas cacti one, yeah. ought to be kept at at fifty five or sixty degrees minimum. Uh, sixty or to sixty five would be better. What else do you have? Oh, all kinds of things. Well, when you say all kinds of things, you see that that means a hundred thousand different plants. And I have about twenty-five different plants out there. <laughs> right, and each one of them has its own temperature range, yeah. and some of them don't need to be indoors. That's what I'm saying. I, I can't give you a blanket answer because. Well, uh, I maintain anywhere from about low fifties to low sixties for temperatures. All right, and that might be fine for some of them. It would be way too cold for some. I have agleonemas in my greenhouse and Diefenbachia. I don't have any Diefenbachias right now. Uh, Bougainvilleas, uh, 50 degrees, 55 would be too cold for those. And I have other plants where 50 degrees would be, uh, 55 would be perfect if you had fuchsias. Or if you had, you know, there are some plants that like cool weather. It depends on the plants. I keep my greenhouse, and I have a lot of different plants, yeah. different kinds. I, I have and I keep my greenhouse at 54 degrees. I have a bunch of begonias, too. Begonias are good in the in the mid to high 50s. Good. Uh, angel, angel trumpet? Angel trumpet needs 60 to 65. Okay. Because I've got a bunch of those cuttings. That it took off the mother right. plant. They, they will stall if you keep them too cool. Okay, well, they're not cool. <laughs> well, 50, 55 degrees is cool for them. Oh, it is? Yes, Okay. Sir. Yeah. All right. All oh, right. By the way, it's starting to spit snow here in LaRue right now. Oh, <laughs> great. That's what we don't need after 80 degrees yesterday. That's it's very crazy. light. I thought at first it was just bugs flying in the air, but when I went outside, it was snow. Larry, it may be bugs. Who knows in this place? It's, <laughs> I love my home state. It's just crazy, though. Hey, yeah. I appreciate your call. I hope you have a wonderful New Year. Call me again. I know you will. All right. Take bye-bye. care. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, folks, have open lines if you'd like to call. I'm going to do my last break, and I know we have time for a couple more calls. So give a call, 800-288-WBAP, 800 288 9227. Neil's phrase, Lone Star Gardening, is my book, and uh, love to get a copy to you, and, and I think you'll find it will help you a huge amount this spring. If it doesn't, I'll buy it back from you. I think Chapter 2 alone will, will pay for this book. The book is thirty six ninety five, and I think Chapter 2 alone will, I, will save you enough money to cover that cost. Um, and how it will do that is by saving you making mistakes. Uh, 
half of your success in gardening comes in doing the right things. Half of it comes in doing them at the right times. And when you look at chapter 2 with 48 pages of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray or put out granules or identify problems that are showing up, four pages per month, that's chapter 2. Now, this is not just a calendar. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, and chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. All of that detail, 840 photos, 344 pages, more than 25 multi-page charts, all of that information. It's everything I've learned in my lifetime I tried to put in this book, in one book. And it's called Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, not to be confused with Complete Guide to Texas Gardening, which was done uh, in 1991. A lot has happened since then. And plus, that one was honed and honed and rehoned by uh, committees at the publishing house. This one I self-published, so I wouldn't have to watch it be whittled down and down and down by committees uh, most interested in, in cutting the cost. This one I just kept adding to because I knew these things needed to be there. And yet, this book costs less than the one that was done in 1991. Go figure that. This is only thirty-six ninety-five, but you can't find it in stores or on Amazon because that would have run the cost up into the 50s. This is thirty-six ninety-five. You buy it from my office or my website. If you want to buy it from the office, you'll need to call, and that uh, number is 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769, and the time to call would be Tuesday through Friday, 9 to 5. That's this week. Then normally Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. All right, so that's how you can do it. The better way, though, is to order it at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. There's a lot of talk these days about Made in America. My book is Made in America. It was made in San Antonio. Six printing starts tomorrow. Let me tell you about something else that's been made in America for 90 years. That's a lot longer than my book. Mueller. Mueller metal roofing. Mueller steel buildings. They're made right here in America by people, right in Texas for that matter, uh, people who care about quality of materials and workmanship. Whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building, or maybe a shed or a greenhouse for the backyard, Mueller means quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the USA, and with 33 branches for sales and service, there's a Mueller location near you. When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you're supporting local jobs and local families, ordinary, hardworking people who are proud to provide a product that's been made right here in America. Uh, you uh, find a company that's been around 90 years is doing things right. Visit MuellerInc.com or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, 877-268-3553. Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Made in America and made to last. MuellerInc.com. Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very much. And we go to our last call for this day. That would be Jeff in Flower Mound. Jeff, this is Neil. Good morning, Happy New Year, and thanks for calling. Uh, good morning, Neil, and Happy New Year to you, buddy. Thank you. Um, uh, Neil, we just picked up 20 acres in Whites County, and um, I've got about an acre to an acre and a half of cockleburs. Um, and obviously they're, they're dead now, but or they're, they're, uh, they're dormant now. But how do I prevent them from coming back next year? Is there some type of uh, pre-emergent or 
something I can apply there. So you're talking about cockle burrs that are up uh, waist high or so? Correct. All right. Uh, I'm going to refer you to your county extension office there. That is a little bit out of my field or to a farm supply store in that area. However, uh, I think probably uh, there probably is a pre-emergent that could be used. Um, gallery is a broadleafed pre-emergent. Those are broadleafed weeds. Um, cockleburs are. Um, and so applying a, a, a pre-emergent, but it's going to be too expensive, I think, for an acre. I don't think there's any question. You might be better off with a post-emergent just to spray the weed plants as they germinate. Uh, that would be a 2,4-D-based product. Right. That's and, what I did this year. Yeah, I think that's probably going to be your better bet. Uh, but the county agent's office will have by far better information on that than I do. I don't work in, in pasture weeds. That was what my dad did for a living for A&M. He did the research on all the, the herbicides for for uh, weed control for, for pastures and ranches. Um but I think that's probably what you're going to need to do. And, and mowing it, if, if it's an area that's going to get mowed, if you yes. keep them mowed down, they won't have a chance to flower and go to seed. And I think if you do that for a couple of years, I think they'll probably uh, pretty much uh, uh, go away that way. Very good. Thank you. I uh, appreciate it, Now, Love your show. Have a great Thank day. Thank you. Oh, same to you. Thank you so much for tuning in for calling. I appreciate that very, very much. Folks, I am here every uh, Sunday morning from 8 until 10. And uh, then on KLIF, sister station, 570 AM dial, and that is every Saturday from uh, 1 until 3. There will be some interruption. I have fireworks right outside my, my studio in my office in McKinney. Um, hope that's fireworks. I've got to go to the car here in a minute. <laughs> um, there are some interruptions on KLIF with TCU basketball uh, this uh, spring, so if you tune in and you got basketball instead, that's uh, that's the reason. Um, but in the meanwhile, I hope that uh, you will make a regular habit of joining me on the radio. Mike Bass produces my radio programs for me, and for that I'm immensely grateful. It's uh, fun to work with somebody as good as Mike is, and it's really fun to have you tuned in as well. Hope you'll sign up for my electronic newsletter, eGardens, at my website, neilsperry.com. That's free, and, and uh, we'd love to have you as a part of that family. Uh, in the meanwhile, I hope you have a safe and sane and healthy uh, new year. Uh, wear your mask, wash it once in a while, and, uh, and, and get out into the garden centers. Remember to protect your plants. I saw somebody's dog out uh, in their yard today, and I know that dog. I watch him every time I drive to town, and they never put him in, and I feel so sorry for him. So I'm going to see what can be done. I don't know. Till next week, happy gardening.